Peach. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. KPFT Pacifica Radio. This is a discussion on our children, public policy, and how we do as a city and a community when it comes to taking care of all of our children. Growing Up in America is a production of Children at Risk, the Voice of Texas Children, a nonprofit organization dedicated to research, public policy, law, and collaborative action on behalf of Texas youth. Each week, we aim to fill these same 60 minutes with lively discussion on children in Texas with experts on the quality of life for our children. Today's show is a little fun. We will be having a holiday special with some very important tips from a behavioral therapist. Which we both need. That is very true. Also, we did not introduce each other, but I am Claire Dutre. I am the director of K... No, I'm not. I am the assistant director of K-12 Education at Children at Risk. And if we're making up titles, I'm Lauren Beagle, CEO and president of Children at Risk. Um, No, I am the, for now, the assistant director of programs. And I'm so excited for this holiday special. I am too. We have data of the day coming up. What is the number we have? The number for today is 19%. I was going to let that be a secret. Well, now you all know, closer to 19%. If you think you know what that means... Call us and let us know before we get there. We've got a couple segments to figure it out before Layla's going to come with her data magic. Yeah, what do you think it means, Lauren? I think it's the probability that you made the nice list. <laughs> I think it probably is. It's probably a little lower than that. 19% is pretty generous. The percentage that I'll say my job description correctly on it. <laughs> One in every five shows, Claire gets her own job title right. <laughs> Correct. All right, we can move on to our first segment. It's a little bit of a fun holiday segment to start us off. So we have Rebecca, our fantastic producer, with us, and she's picked nine songs in secret, holiday edition, and she's going to play them, and the first one to guess will get a point. Oh, boy. Yeah, so play along if you're listening. One point for Lauren. (laughs) Next song. Frosty. Oh, let um, it snow. Dang it. Yes. It was Frosty. (laughs) Do we get point deductions for an incorrect guess? Oh, um, most wonderful time of the year. I'm getting frustrated. I'm too competitive for this. It's okay. We have. Why does every Christmas song Six start more. the same? I know. The piano introduction. Yeah. To be fair, as Rebecca. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Two to two. This is heating that up. That's a different rendition. Spicy. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Dashing through the snow. And one horse open. What is this song called? It's like Jingle Bells. Oh, yeah. It's actually a song written for Thanksgiving. If we sing along, do we get bonus points? Because Claire and I were just going lyrics. (laughs) So sorry to everyone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll be home for Christmas? No. I I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Santa Claus. I get the point because Claire guessed wrong. (laughs) You do, you do. I did a mashup. How many is that? I'm not counting. It's four to two. Oh, gosh. I think. 
Oh, Silver Bells? I hate that song, but we had to sing it for fifth grade choir, so I know all of the words and I'm still bitter about it. <laughs> it helped you now. It did. Shout Redemption. out. Oh, baby, it's cold outside. No, it's not. Frosty the Snowman? Okay, okay these songs I'm were not a meant to be orchestrated. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could just put them all together and make one Christmas song. This is like a salon intro. I'll be home for Christmas. No, I don't know. It sounded like the intro. Oh, oh um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Redemption. I keep thinking of the first line, and I'm like, that's not the title. You, know, you better watch you out. Better you better watch out. <laughs> what a Christmas title that would be. What an introduction to that song. Truly. Is, is this the it? last one? Or is the last Was one? that it? Okay. Oh, who won? I lost. Oh, come on. Oh. <laughs> who won? <laughs> Sorry, um... Please call in to um, 713-526-5738 and tell Claire what she should do for me now that I, I have won. We're going to do Taylor Swift piano next week, and then we'll see who dominates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, awesome. well, that was fun. I know. We actually have another game. So sorry. We'll have people on the line eventually. If but you guys call, one... then you'll be on the line. Uh, yeah, this is very true. This one is more interactive. So if you want to call and play, we have six one-liners from your favorite holiday movies and we'll see if we can guess them all um i've looked over these and i might know two so we will see mm-hmm. do you want to i'll ask the first one okay okay no one should be alone on christmas what movie is that from um home alone okay i'm gonna guess that is enough santa claus it looks like Rebecca is going to jump in here and save us from ourselves. The first one is Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Huh. Oh, I do remember. No one should be alone on Christmas. Yes, Cindy Lou Who. Way too long. Oh, yeah. Okay, second one. Rebecca, do you want to read them? Oh, yeah, that one. Do you have them or I can read them? Uh, can you read them? Yeah. Okay. You can mess with a lot of things, but you can't mess with kids on Christmas. Is that Home Alone? I've never seen it, but that's my guess. You haven't seen Home Alone? I know, I Pause know. <laughs> the activity for a minute. Okay, Claire, we're going to have to but watch Home Alone. But there's kids. Sometime. That is true. And there's Christmas. You can't mess with kids on Christmas. That is Home Alone, too. <gasps> so you were close. Lost in New York. Yeah, I've that's also the, not, seen not that. nearly as good. Don't bother. Oh, I thought Donald Trump is Oh, it. other than that, that's my favorite one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number three. Just because I cannot see it doesn't mean I can't believe it. I think I know this one. Oh, you go ahead then, because I certainly don't. Um, in my mind, I'm picturing Charlie from Santa Claus seeing it. Okay, and Rebecca's saying no, but if all of the um, listeners who agree with me. That's what just we because I cannot see it. Um, Elf. It's a wonderful life. I'm going to keep guessing. Oh, that's a good one. So, Die hard. This one's a little tricky. <gasps> oh my goodness, Sorry. Okay. This one's a little tricky. Um, it's actually The Nightmare Before Christmas. I have never oh, seen that I one. So haven't. So. We're killing it. Now we need to watch it. But I think Charlie from Santa Claus does say something. Yeah, that's why it's tricky. Mm. Mm. Okay, number four, Lauren. You have such a pretty face. You should be on a Christmas card. Elf. Yeah. Correct. I know that one. Oh, number where are we? five. The thing about trains, it doesn't matter where they're going. What matters is deciding to get on. I'm guessing the Polar Express. I also hate that movie. The list of Lauren's least favorite Christmas things. Number one, Silver Bells. Sounds number like two, Christmas. the freaking Polar Express. <laughs> Those kids are creepy, and that movie is weird. I'm also sorry. That is my microphone. All right, Claire. Number six, the last one. Wait, was that correct, Rebecca? That was correct. Oh, okay. Obviously, it's trained. I know, I know. A toy is never truly happy until it is loved by a child. Oh, um... Was that the movie where the kid wants to be a dentist? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, oh. It's is an that elf one? that wants to be a dentist. Yes. Is, yes. is, is that, that Frosty? No. It's, is it Rudolph? It is. Oh, yes. Good job. That one is so cute. That one is one I gladly I love. That's is that the Lauren's elf? love. And that okay, is all of our holiday movie one-liners that was fun that was fun i hope everyone listening i know so good you should watch the polar express no give another try not that i haven't seen it the problem is that i hate it (laughs) all right all right that's fair that's valid 
All right. It looks like it's time for Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. It is. It is. What is the topic today? Today's Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. And once again, we'd love your thoughts if you want to call in to 713-526-5738. Oh, we have a caller. And their name is... We're figuring it out. Yeah. I wonder, do you think they want to tell me that the Polar Express is a good movie? I hope. If they hope do, they, they do. can hang up the phone. <laughs> Maybe they... Oh, they are on hold. If you are listening, caller, as we figure it out, the thumbs up, thumbs down topic, which we can repeat for them, is should we stop traveling to tourist destinations or really anywhere and just stay home for the holidays? They actually had a guess on what the 19% could be for the data of the day number teaser. Oh, oh are they still with us? Unfortunately, they did hung up, but he did guess. What was it? He guessed it was uninsured children in Texas. Oh, right. That that's is a solid guess. a good guess. And I do think whether or not that's our date of the day, I think that's a correct number. But we'll come back. That is next. We'll have to get so that we'll number see. for you. But first, let's discuss traveling for the holidays. I know. I don't think I've ever traveled. I've actually traveled from being away back home, but I've never done the destination Christmas. My family used to do destination Christmas but it was like the same place so it wasn't like we were going on vacation we were like going to stay with other family for Christmas but it's still I just feel like wasn't I'm a big Christmas at home gal I agree because you have the decorations you have everything there and like Santa knows where you are right without Santa knowing I'm not sure how else he'll get to you but let's think True. about some pros and cons. Yeah, I mean, I do think there's, I mean, I think for some people, and this is also, I think, a personality thing, for some people, I think it's easier to relax and, like, really enjoy time off if they're not at home. Like, I know some right. people, if they're at home, like, they just can't break from the to-dos. Right. I think, too, with, like, year-round, I'm still in a very teacher education mindset, but those who don't have as many breaks, having this one break solidified, you just want to rest and be home and be with your family. Mm. Whereas I feel, as an old teacher and talking to other teachers, you want to get away because you have other breaks and you want to take your kids and just go explore while they're off. But it's very crowded to take your kids on vacation this time of year. It is it's also very expensive. I, it as is. someone who doesn't have kids or is, and is not on a school schedule, okay. I awesome. hate to travel when anyone else is traveling. If other people oh, are traveling, airports are the worst. Oh, my God. And it's just everything's so expensive. Like, all my friends are in grad school, and so whenever we talk about trips, it's always, like, spring break, winter break, or, like, the beginning of summer, which are times that I... No, any other no, time. I would like rest. Yeah. Thank you so much. But having the versatility, or you don't have as much on the school schedule, but... I'd say if the thumbs up, thumbs down is to stay home, I am thumbs up staying home. Or for me, it would be going home for Christmas. I am also thumbs up on being home for Christmas. Perfect. If you have any ideas, there's still time. You can pop and call in. It is 713-526-5738. You're going to hit two and then talk to one of the lovely producers, and they will put you through to us to tell us what you think about traveling for the holidays. All right. I think... Now's the time to unveil the, the magical the 19% with Layla. The big one nine. I think we have some Beyonce. Up, Do we up. have Beyonce? I'll sing know. if we do. Uh, I think you should. Maybe, what was it, Jingle Bell, Silver Bell? So <laughs> yeah. you should give us that <laughs> performance. I actually gate. won't. I've forgotten all the words by choice. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, it doesn't sound like Beyonce might be coming. That is all right. We we'll get her just, next week. We will, I know. She couldn't <laughs> come in days, today, unfortunately. Beyonce will be on this podcast. We'll do an NPR Tiny Desk style KPFT right. with Beyonce. If anyone listening has connections, yeah, feel call free. Call in. That's when y'all really need to be calling in. If someone here is connected to Beyonce and they're not calling in, I don't know what else not you can call in about. or jolly of you. <laughs> it's our Christmas miracle. It could be. But let's go ahead. We have Layla. She is our director of Seize Me at Children at Risk. She's on the show every week. She's fantastic. She's great. And she's going to tell us what this 19% means. Hi, Layla. How are you? Oh, oh there's Beyonce. Mind. Oh, 
Hi, Layla. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are y'all doing? We are great. It's the holidays. It's a jolly episode all surrounded around it. I beat Claire at an activity, which is the true meaning of Christmas. It is. Layla, are you pro staying home or traveling for the holidays? Oof. Um, I don't... I really kind of depends. I don't know. My parents my parents live in France, so traveling to them is kind of a beast, and we don't really celebrate. So, I don't know. I like being in my own home for the holidays with my own little traditions, eating my own special food, but... If someone offered me a trip to Hawaii for, for Christmas, it's not like I'd be I like, no, be mad about terrible. it. I like that yeah. energy. I like it. Stay home unless the trip is free. I think that's an excellent stance. Yep. Right. And if all is fails, I'll just go to France in your place. No yeah. worries. If your parents want a daughter of, of someone. A stand-in. Yeah, if you to will. hang out with. Let us know. <laughs> I mean, they barely... They barely have me come out, so, but I'm sure they'd be happy to host you. That's awesome. good to know. All right. Layla, our number is 19%, and I believe for the first time in growing up in America, recent history, we had someone actually call in and guess what the number is. Their guess was that that is the uninsured rate for Texas kids. Yeah, I heard that, which also kind of paints the picture in terms of what our data of the day usually is, a little bit heavier, but this week we tried to keep it light, you know? Um, so that 19% is not the rate of uninsured children in Texas, although I'm not sure if that stat is correct or not. Um, but it's actually the percentage of overall retail sales that happen in the holiday period, the last week of November, the week after Thanksgiving through the end of the year. Wow, that Dang. is a lot. What a dollar amount would that look like, do you think, for a retailer? Oh, man. I mean, it depends on the size of the retailer, of course. But I mean, I'm sure we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars, if not more. But you can't you can't quote me on that because I haven't run the numbers. <laughs> We've actually already written it down and sent it off. No, but that's that's crazy to think about, especially from all of the big days, Black Friday, as soon as Thanksgiving ends to after Christmas sales, which is what I usually run for. But awesome. Yeah. And then considering that retail workers are slammed. Um, there's actually an app. I sent it to Lauren. Fun plug. Yeah. Um, that you can sign up for and retailers are starting to have anyone with the app. You can pick up random shifts to help for the holidays. So they have their pay and it's not necessarily, I'm not sure how you're employed through them, um, but you can pick up small retail store shifts to help them with holiday shopping. It's like Ubering for working huh. retail. Yeah. I'm not sure huh. if it's in California. That's terrible. No, well, just also like the training, the going through, I'm sure maybe there's some kind of vetting for experience, but yeah, no, you just pick your hours and shifts for anywhere and they send you up. All right. Well, yeah, as somebody who has worked retail during the holiday season, I can't say I recommend it. Um, <laughs> but you know, if you feel like picking up some extra shifts and earning some extra dollars, the holidays are an expensive time. Yeah. I feel that. And be nice if you're shopping to the retail workers. Please. True. Please be nice. They are they are dealing with a lot of people on any given day. And you've been waiting in a long line, but they have been serving that long line. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And nice. Layla, what's your favorite oh. holiday tradition? Whew. Um, oh, man. I I would say probably beef tenderloin on Christmas. Okay. That's, that's maybe unique to me, but I mean, it's such a fancy cut of meat and I don't have it any other time of the year and it's just delicious. So I'm uh, going to go with beef tenderloin. Layla and I have the same favorite Christmas tradition. How fun is really? that? Yeah, my family, I'm not really, honestly, Thanksgiving, I'm already tense with everyone because turkey's not really my bag. Mm. And I can't say ham is that exciting to right. me either. And so my parents will make a tenderloin. Um, it's so good. And it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so much better than the other options. And Layla, agree more. thinking of growing up, what was your favorite Christmas present or gift in general that you received? Oh, my goodness. See, the problem with me, and I recognized this early on, it wasn't really so much what I got so much as it was opening things like the excitement and the novelty of it so I don't even really remember any gift in particular that I received as much as I remember the like anticipation of opening the gift that's a good one or just seeing it approach you yeah (laughs) yeah 
a big box. A oh, big yeah. box with a bow. I don't care what's in there. I just want to open it up. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. I think that's, I think there, there's self-awareness there that not all of us have reached. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Layla. And I hope, I'm sure you're staying warm in California, but I hope you have a great holiday season. Thanks, y'all. Happy holidays. Happy Same holidays. to you. Thanks, Layla. Alrighty. Hopefully y'all know what that means. We're going deep in the heart all over Texas. Yeah, we're doing a lot of Texas. We're today. all over Texas today. Children at Risk um, is a statewide organization. No matter where our offices or our staff are, our, our focus really is kids across the state. Um, and in honor of that, we are going to hop around the state with the different Children at Risk staff members to hear about how they're celebrating where they are. And first we have Christine out in San Antonio. Hi, Christine. How are you? Hi, good. Thanks for having me and starting here. <laughs> how is your holiday season starting off, Christine? A couple more days until the real kickoff. Yeah, I think um, San Antonio starts early. I think there's a really rich history, obviously, with Mexico, um, you know, specifically surrounding food. So it takes a lot of time to make those tamales, the drinks, the food gotta start early so i've done a few christmas markets definitely i've already eaten quite a few christmasy foods um and yeah it's not even christmas yet <laughs> no you have to while you can though it's once a year yeah. yes christine so how which and how do you celebrate the winter holidays <laughs> yes so i have to also just claim i am not a native texan um, I grew up in Just Chicago, a and so <laughs> Responsible. coming down to Texas is amazing. Um, you get to be outside, so like, yeah, I had to forego the snow, the snowballs, and you know, but you get to enjoy the river walk, um, these outdoor markets for longer periods of time. Um, I think it's, you know, it does get darker sooner, but you're able to to enjoy that time outside in the meantime. Yeah. Tell us about the Riverwalk and markets. Are there any holidays now in San Antonio or ones that you miss back at home that you can't miss out on? Yeah, definitely. Again, I don't believe in continuing holiday traditions that leave me broke, overwhelmed, or tired. So just finding things that bring me joy. I think the biggest thing that San Antonio has to offer is their art. It's a very... Um, creative town i think there's a lot of even free exhibits so downtown at the historic market district they have free public art installation um the saga san fernando it's a beautiful light show um and then obviously there's a lot of historical connections to that so it's not necessarily about spending the money but spending that time and enjoying the city so i think i've i've gotten a lot of comments about the river walk it's definitely a tourist trap but remembering that, like, this is a beautiful work of art in terms of this is um, a natural river and to enjoy what is there in front of us. And you don't necessarily have to stop in those restaurants, but it's decorated in the most amazing way. And, and you got to stop by once a year. Oh, yeah. That's true. I feel like also, and I don't know, Christine, if you've made it out, but there are a lot of like smaller towns around San Antonio, like in the hill country that do some really fun, like Christmas, like they kind of like fully do over, like they do a full makeover. Well, I see on the internet or TikTok, they have like little Christmas towns. Yeah, it is. It's all out. Yes, it's definitely Hallmark town. So it's those towns that you never know how to pr- like how to pronounce. So Green, Bernie, it's definitely yep. not the way that it's spelled the way it sounds. Um, and it's absolutely a little bit of magic during this time of year. But even all year long, I think it's a good escape to, I'm going to say the big city, but compared to those towns, it, it feels that way. Are you a big Hallmark movie fan, Christine? I am not. I think you need to. <laughs> you know, you've seen one, you've seen movie. them all. Yeah, but it's, uh, I think it's that, like, 
how well everything's decorated. You know, you go to the malls and that's how it's set up. But these towns really do go out all out. And it's like Hallmark movie. Oh, Claire, if you need to meet a strapping gentleman at a Christmas tree farm. Who just moved like should, from yeah, the big who city. just moved from New York <laughs> to pursue the, the calmness of the small town. It I sounds know, like we should But he's still a little busy trip. until midway through he's meeting. He's addicted to his phone and he I has a fiancé who's going to show up two-thirds of the way through. I have to go work at a coffee shop to run into him. Be a little <laughs> disgruntled. <laughs> oh, man. So, Christine, our last Christmas question what was your favorite gift you've received? Oh, um, I think I always got those practical gifts. I think the biggest gift I received was spending that time with my family, making these, um, you know, recipes that have been passed down for generations. So um, that's something I can still enjoy in San Antonio. So I'm talking tamales, champurados, and huelos, like, when you're in town, you definitely need to try those out. And that's something I get to relive every year. Awesome. And what was your favorite gift that you've given? Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> I know, it's a I lot of pressure the more. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did get a COVID cat, so maybe that's the, like, you know, my cat is the most spoiled cat in the world, so I I give him that gift every day, right? Fair. <laughs> I like that. I think that's an excellent answer. All right. Well, thank you so much, Christine, and we hope you continue to enjoy San Antonio and the surrounding areas, and hope you have a good holiday. Thank you. Wow. Sounds like we ought to get out to San Antonio. I know. I've been trying to go to the, the tourist trap river, the river walk, walk for so long. I have too. I went to San Antonio once, like 12 years ago, and I haven't been since. No. Then maybe we'll do a, a car trip. Mm. It's too late, actually. Radio <laughs> listeners call in so we can have Dr. Bob Sanborn send me and Claire to <laughs> San Antonio <laughs> on walk. official work business. And then maybe France to visit. And then France. <laughs> All on children at risk time. We're right. traveling to North Texas with our director of North Texas, Laura Hayes. Laura, how are you? Hey, good afternoon. I'm great. How are you? We are good. We're enjoying the Christmas season. Lauren did beat me in the song competition. Could not get the instrumental Christmas songs down, but it was fun. Uh-oh, demand a rematch. I know. You know what? You're right. I said we have got to do some pop culture or something next week, and I'll come back. Right. <laughs> But Laura, thinking about the holidays, how do you and your family celebrate the holidays? Well, you know, there's internal things and there's external things. So as, as far as in the house, we just love getting family together. Um, we cook a lot together. We um, decorate the tree and decorate the house. And we uh, build like gingerbread houses and have contests or gingerbread men and have contests and you know, that kind of stuff. A lot of contests. How elaborate do y'all get with these gingerbread houses? They can get pretty, they can get pretty elaborate. And, you know, so we started out with, you know, the the youngest kids get to judge. Um, So we started out, you know, doing that and, and saying which one was the winner and that kind of stuff. And then we let the teenagers get into it and they had a lot of fun. So they, they wanted to name the houses and and, and where they were likely to be, you know, so. You know, hopefully was, there's no bias was, in there. <laughs> yeah, you know, was it, was your house a condo? Or, <laughs> you know, was it a townhouse? Or, you know, they have a rubric they're following. They're not yeah, playing. They, it's a full, a full like Zillow listing for each of these <laughs> yep. gingerbread yep. houses. Gingerbread houses, yep. That is awesome. In Dallas, you have the the fair during other parts of the year, but what are some holiday festivities you can't miss out on in North Texas? There's so many. It just depends on what you like. Um, One of the things that my family does every year is we go to see a Christmas carol at the Dallas Theater Center, Um, and and it's really nice. I mean, it's it's the you know, well-loved story, Charles Dickens' story. Um, but they always change it a little bit so, it, you know, you're not bored when you go and see it. You never know what the change is going to be. Like like this year, um, Scrooge's um, business partner, uh, Marley, was a woman. 
Oh. And, you know, you know, uh, Marley is written as a man. I've only ever seen it played as a man. But, you know, who says Mar- Marley can be a woman? Yeah. You switch it up a little bit for Women the Women in business. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Maybe. So that was good. And then at the end, they always uh, um, do a, a collection to support the North Texas Food Bank. So that, that oh, feels awesome. very rewarding. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Um, so that's that's one of the things that my family does. Uh, we're artsy, theater type family. Another thing is um, the uh, the Nutcracker, but we go to the Espresso Nutcracker that's done by the Dallas Black Dance Theater um, at the Majestic Theater. So it's it's kind of a different take on uh, Tchaikovsky's classic, and they mix it up with a little Duke Ellington jazz. Awesome. You can imagine that in the Nutcracker. <laughs> so. That makes it a lot of fun. And, you know, schools and churches and different groups um, take kids down there. They have uh, they either give the schools free tickets or greatly reduced prices. So some kids who may not otherwise be introduced to the ballet, um, uh, get, they get to go. And, and um, you know, the, the espresso uh, nutcracker is performed by an, um, it's the Dallas Black Dance Theater. So it's a primarily African-American uh, dance troupe. So kids get to see people who look like them and maybe think about something that they wouldn't have thought about before and be able to see themselves in it. So that's kind of cool. That That's sounds awesome. super cool. I know I want to go. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I almost want to go to Dallas for the holidays. <laughs> Come on. Go ahead and quote <laughs> that all over. Yeah, yeah nobody. That, that's my goal. That's why I come back on the radio show with you guys. Working, working me down. Yeah. So, Laura, you know, we might not be getting the traditional white Christmas here in Texas, but what is your favorite part of, of being in Texas for the holiday season? What about Texas do you find yourself appreciating this time of year? Well, um, it's just, I just like all the options of all the things that we have to do. You know, uh, family comes home, so that's great for me. And then we plan all these little, we plan all these little excursions and and things to do. I mean, it can be like sim- from simple things like going to North Park Mall, which sounds crazy, <laughs> but they really deck it out out there. And they have um, they have the trains that I've been going to see since my son was young. Um, and they have, um, they have all their different installations that they put in. So that's kind of a, a annual favorite, something like maybe going to the, to the Arboretum. It's a really delightful time to go out there cause it's kind of full of whimsy at Christmas time. Like they have, um, the 12 days of Christmas that they bring to life with lights and plants and a, a musical magical Christmas tree. So there's just lots of fun things to do. I'm a big fan of all of the Christmas light display excursions. They're getting mm-hmm. a little pricey, but they are they fun. Are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're and fun. Laura, what was your favorite gift to receive? Uh, my favorite gift to receive. I think my favorite gifts um, are, are from... Um, my son, uh, when he was a little boy, he used to make things, and uh, those have just always touched my heart. So I have all of his little uh, ornaments that he made in school, much to his chagrin, but I wrapped them up very carefully and gingerly and put them away every year. He's 26 now, so, you know, some of these things are like 20 years old, mm-hmm. and I pull them out at Christmas time, and they have... Um, you know, special places of honor on the Christmas tree. So those handmade things from him when he was a kid are really special. Now that he's a grown man, he gives me um, tickets, uh, American Airlines tickets, and uh, I can either go out and see him or we'll take a trip together. And so that's really nice because it's it's almost kind of like the gift of time. That is a great gift. That's a great. I still. I'm going to confess to the radio that I have yet to buy my parents Christmas gifts this year. So (laughs) I'm appreciating all of these little tips. (laughs) I know. And my mom definitely has the all of our homemade ornaments are now overcome on our tree. There is no other ornaments. It is just (laughs) our faces on little paper angels and all of the goods. Those are the best ones. They are. Come on, you know you like them. Oh, I love them. I used to give my. Yeah, I used to give my mom the coupons that was if you give this to me i'll clean my room <laughs> like i don't think she ever exchanged on those but oh, have they expired so i said no expiration she'll pull them out oh, as a joke sometimes because yeah. i was like i'll do the dishes <laughs> she'll say oh, here man. you go go at it moms are funny that way yes we are 
Do you have a favorite gift that you gave? Um, well, we talk about moms. I mean, it doesn't get much better than the gift of life. But oh, yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> fair. Outside of that, no, not really a material thing. I think just cooking and, and that kind of thing. I've sort of become the family matriarch in my family now. Uh, all of the older aunts and, and my mother and everybody's past passed away and I inherited all of the recipes and things. So it's my responsibility to get it just right and to make it as close to the way grandma used to make it as possible. So, well, I am sure you will. A week long of cooking is is my gift. (laughs) I'm sure you do great. Thank you so much, Laura, for all you do for children at risk. And I hope you have a happy holiday season. Happy holidays. Thank you. Thanks, Laura. Again. We're, we're back. We're traveling. And this time we're going somewhere I cannot say I've been before, I which is have not. El Paso with Melissa Atkins-Wardy, the director of the Texas Family Leadership Council. Melissa, how are you? Hi, ladies. I'm good. How are you? We're You're good. Great. Melissa, is this your first time on the radio show? Um, it is, which means we need to counterbalance that with your first time to visit El Paso. Amen to I know, that. I know. Between... Your, you know, backyard turtle farm offer and Anna's house of long lost dogs. El Paso sounds sounds like the place to be. Yeah, but I think Anna's house has the better food because her husband's a really good cook. This is good good to to know. know. We'll tell her that you invited us in her home (laughs) and that she'll be cooking for us for the week. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, how? She'll love us for that. I know. She'll be excited. And then we'll take care of all the stray dogs for her. How do you and your family celebrate the holidays, Melissa? Um, Well, that's a great question. So a lot of times we have to travel to see family uh, because my family, no one lives in El Paso. They live in other places. So usually we're traveling, but this year we're staying home and just being cozy and relaxing and decompressing from the year and just doing little excursions around town. And your house is well decorated, is it not? Um, it is. That is all my husband. It looks like Macy's in here. Like we have two different trees. It's ridiculous. Like literally every angle you look, there are Christmas decorations. I know. What about the front? Are you trying to earn the neighborhood glory of best yard display? Um, no, there's a house down the street that like takes it like to level 20 and there's like, we can't compete. Do they have it like on the radio station? Yeah. Is it like coordinated to songs? It is, yeah, and they, like, oh play a movie gosh. on their garage door. Like, the Wardens <laughs> oh are a God. competitive bunch, but we also know when we're outmatched. Yeah. And then, like, we just, you know, like, we like to stick to the correct division and, like, not play, like, 6A football sure. when we're... Yeah, and also maybe football. having a movie projected on your garage all day and night might get a little little annoying. In this economy, it also <laughs> probably gets a little expensive. <laughs> it probably does. In this energy economy. Well, they have, like, they literally have the street and people sit with lawn chairs in front of their house and like watch this light display which is wonderful but like privacy yeah can i back out of my driveway yeah Yeah. that sounds like a lot but kind of fun my parents live in a in a like adjacent to a christmas yard christmas light neighborhood so i feel Mm -hmm. you there because it would get a little crazy and people do not drive well when they're craning for christmas lights Mm mm-hmm yeah, no. And then it's like, you know, you watch the neighbor kid get run over and it's okay. sort of oh. yeah. around the evening. That yeah. escalated, but, but uh, it could. It could. <laughs> There's a neighborhood in El Paso, though, that um, is awesome. And every house decorates. And so people will get, you know, like a thermos of hot chocolate and you walk around and look at all the lights. And it's a really good time. So it's something my husband has done since he was a little kid. So he likes to do that with our kids. Awesome. That's actually a segue to our next question, which is, are there, what are the must-do holiday festivities in El Paso? Well, El Paso is a party town. Like, let's get that okay. out of the way. All right. so, on our way. Something we didn't know. Today we learned. <laughs> and so, like, we never need an excuse to have a good time in El Paso. But El Paso loves to decorate up the plaza, and it's just completely dressed in lights. San Jacinto Plaza downtown, completely dressed up in lights, and it's beautiful, and it's part of Winterfest. So families go down there and take really great family pictures and enjoy walking around and looking at all the lights. And um, then just down the way behind the art museum on the Civic Center Plaza is an ice skating rink. 
and there's hot chocolate and there's little vendor houses, like an outdoor Christmas market. That's sort of like the highlight of the year, um, the Christmas season for El Paso. Um, But the second thing that El Paso loves is food. So Mm -hmm. tamales are a very big part of life this time of year. Um, So we spend a lot of time making and then eating tamales. Perfect, as you should. Yeah. It sounds like San Antonio has competition for Hallmark Town in Texas. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, El Paso is a great, it's a great place. And I think, like, the nicest people in the world live in El Paso. So I think really selling it. I'm not going to lie. I'll see you all in a couple days. Yeah, we'll we'll be out there. The door is open. Come on in. <laughs> Perfect. And looking at Texas as a whole, what is your favorite part of just being in Texas during holiday season from, I guess, what is it, Thanksgiving to New Year's? Is yeah. that what we consider the yeah. season? So I grew up in Wisconsin, and uh, it's frigid. So what I love about Texas is that over the holidays, it's perfect hiking weather. And I'm happiest when I'm on the side of a mountain. So it's great time to get out and explore some of the state parks. I mean, even national parks that we have in Texas that uh, offer great hiking at this time of year. Yeah, awesome. I was just in Colorado, and they had a lot of it blocked for the snow. It was very mm-hmm. sad. So. Oh, yeah. So you don't really have to worry about that so much here in Texas. So, I lo- like, Big Bend is amazing this time of year, um, as is Guadalupe Mountains. And then all of our state parks are just, they're all so pretty. Very cool. Yeah. Melissa, what is your favorite gift you've either given or received? Oh, gosh. Well, I think, like, as a mom, giving gifts that were on the kids' Christmas list and, like, that big Santa gift that we maybe helped get in the house and, and get ready for Santa, like, that's always fun. Um, but then they turn into surly teenagers, which isn't as fun. <laughs> so I think um, I love giving them books, especially, like, on, like, growth and, like, self-development character-building books and listening to them groan on Christmas morning as a fave of mine. <laughs> I have not received one of those books yet, but no. I'm sure it's on my mom's list now. My family doesn't think apparently that I need to grow or develop, so <laughs> and now not. we're hosting a radio show. <laughs> now you're so here making them proud. <laughs> so now we're going to get so, a couple uh, in the mail from Melissa. Yeah, we're going to be getting some yeah. other way. Yep, there you go. I have I actually have a bunch of books. I need to bring. I didn't bring them to Houston at our um, staff retreat, but I need to. I have like a library that I've read through. I need to give out to you girls. Please, we probably um, we probably need them. Okay. Almost certainly we do. Yeah. <laughs> For the new year. New year, new us. <laughs> Hopefully. But awesome. Thank you so much, Melissa. And we hope that you and your family have a happy holidays at Macy's. <laughs> and <have> good New Year's. <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. Happy holidays to you. Bye. Now, following with the theme of development, it's time to turn those questions inward. I know. We're not done. No. Talking Claire, about. we're speaking, representing the Houston delegation here on KPFT. We'll make you proud, Houston. How do you celebrate the holidays? I'm already not going to make Houston <laughs> you proud. You leave Houston, I'm don't going you? Home. Um, during, when I'm in Houston, well, we'll talk about that later, but I go home with my family. My mom's family has 30 plus cousins, 10 plus aunts and uncles, and we just get together and have all of these wild traditions of like reading the birth of Jesus story. We That's sing him happy wild. birthday. I know. We rage. We blow a candle out and <laughs> we, we sing him happy birthday. We used to, my grandma's passed, but we'd all bring ornaments that we'd make for her tree each year. She obviously had many from 30 cousins. Um, and when the wise men brought the three gifts, we'd bring her our ornaments. It was very like solid tradition. So she turned that like three wise men into thirty gifts. I know she was she, fruitful. Yeah, and she, she, on Christmas. she made that happen. What? How do you celebrate in Houston, Texas? I do. I celebrate here in Houston. Um, my family is a strong Christmas Eve family, so that's oh, when yeah. we do our dinner um, and all of the kind of fancier stuff, if you will. My sister and I always got to open one gift on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, um, and then. Our kind of Christmas mantra was always like, you can come hang out with us, but we're not making you food and we're not getting out of our pajamas. Perfect. Um, So we just hang out, enjoy the gifts, enjoy the day when no one is doing anything. Um, And we do oftentimes have like family or, you know, God brothers and that kind of thing. They just kind of pull through for an hour. We make like leftovers from the night before and hang out. So it's a pretty laid back. I have a pretty small family, nowhere near. I think I have eight cousins and then some of them have gotten married. So like if we're really stretching, I could get up to like 12. I know. I feel like by noon on Christmas Day, my family also was like, all right, that was yeah. that was pretty cool. We're and done. Let's wrap it up. Out. 
Or as a kid, it'd be, now we're going to take our presents in our respective rooms. Yes. We're going to go go, play and come back. All right. So redeem yourself now. I know. What are your favorite Houston holiday activities? Um, so I, I've only been in Houston for the holiday season a few times. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a big fan of outdoor lights. I don't remember the name. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen it all over. They have a big arch of white lights you can walk under. I've gone the there. Zoo? No, I have not been to zoo lights. Actually, yes, I have. I'm sorry to lie on air, but I forgot about it because it was a mishap with tickets. But it's a different place, I guess, with the same exact light display. And it's just walking. And oh, you can is go it with the botanical friends. gardens? Maybe the botanical. I don't remember. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I did the botanical. I tried to do the gambit of Houston things with lights on them. Um, I do the River Oaks lights annually, mostly. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're free. Um, That's huge. And they're so beautiful. And you can just kind of chart your own path. So I'm a big fan of wandering um, that neighborhood. And then I've enjoyed both the zoo lights and um, the Houston Arboretum, which opened just in the last couple of years does a light display that's kind of different. It's different themed. They had last year, like this field of like lit candles that oh. seemed, they had like people ready to like assist in the event of a candle emergency. Okay. Um, but it was very fun. Awesome. And then we'll do one more. What was your favorite gift to receive or give? Rapid fire. Oh, this I, I'm agreeing with everyone. This is hard. Um, I almost want to join I've given the gift of rescuing two dogs. Um, oh, that's a great gift. And I actually, like, they're literally getting wrapped gifts this year because I have n- nothing to do in my free time except wrap gifts for my dogs. So they get the gift of being spoiled, even though all they do is ruin my stuff and bother me. Perfect. What about you? I gave my life to my mom because I was born on the 23rd of December. <laughs> and you're all, Your no, life is a gift. My mom always jokes <laughs> that, that, that was delivering. her favorite. No, no. Um, I think I said this last week, but my favorite gift to receive was a teacher set because it was a big, I didn't think I was going to oh, get it. No. You circled it in a catalog. And then you became a teacher. And I cherished, I know, I cherished. It had like detention slips and I wouldn't even write them because I wanted to keep them. Did was, I guess before them? a copy machine existed. Did no, you ever... my cousins came over. I'm shouting them oh, out on no. Thanksgiving and use them all and I cry. <laughs> so, well, that's sad, Claire. But then Thanks I became a teacher and I got my real life slips that I didn't use. Oh, well, thank goodness for that. All right. Know. Now, as we alluded to earlier, we are so excited to have um, Roma Bat from Legacy Community Health on to give us some tips. I think we have Roma on the air now. Roma, how are you doing? I'm doing well, and yourself? We are doing great, We're enjoying getting the, in the spirit. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like there's some really fun places I'm going to have to visit. I know. We just yeah. now created a whole chart of a Christmas road of trip, lights on stuff in Houston and beyond, Our holiday road trip. So tell us a little bit about, we're talking about mental health tips. It could be stressful and hard, especially for teenagers, adults, some children during the holidays. What are the holiday blues? Yeah, so the holiday blues, you know, the holiday season in general really kind of gets us feeling excited, joy, the sense of getting together. Um, But really, for some people, this time of year can actually bring up feelings of sadness, loneliness, even stress. And what we call that is the holiday blues. Um, And so it's almost like you have to be forcefully excited and happy and have all these expectations. And it's not always um, what we imagine from TV. Right. And what are some reasons why people might be experiencing this? Yeah, great question. So, you know, the first things that come to mind are you know, they're missing maybe family or loved ones who may have passed. And, you know, even being away from um, certain caregivers, let's say that they live in two different homes due to separation or divorce. Um, Also, I mean, you think about teenagers, friends are key and, you know, their primary sense of support. So they're not at school. They're not doing what they usually do. They're at home stuck with family, Mm -hmm. which of course can sometimes lead to being annoyed at siblings or spending too much time with them, not having outlets. Um, And so in general, you just kind of have these feelings of like, I like this, but also I miss my normal like consistency and structure and being around people. And they might be glued to social media because how else are they supposed to connect to friends? 
Right. And there's also some guilt there maybe that I should be happy. Why am I not enjoying this? Yeah, that can Absolutely. just accelerate Absolutely. It. Or like everyone around me is so happy. There's like this rush to get things done and these plans. And sometimes parents are even stressed and, you know, wanting to plan a menu or buy presents or make the house look a certain way. And that can transfer onto teenagers. Like, okay, mom is really hype about this and overwhelmed. This is too much. Like, why does everything have to be so big and grand? And so, um, you know, all of that plus, you know, maybe not getting the message that it's okay to feel a little stressed or to feel bummed that the holidays, you know, maybe can't be what they would have liked. I mean, financially even, like, it's so expensive to do stuff nowadays. And so maybe they don't have the lights on the house or the tree that they always had and or, you know, access to the presents that they really, really want. And so, there may be some disappointment and, and maybe they've never been told, like, you don't have to be happy and excited, you know, about this. You may have mixed feelings and, and that's okay. Right. Yeah. You mentioned um, being glued to social media. What are other signs or like symptoms that a parent can look out for during this time to see if their child or teen um, might be having some holiday blues? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, while the holiday blues are generally temporary, Um, Sometimes they overlap with more serious conditions or kind of give us insight into things that are um, happening that we were not really as aware of before. Um, Things like seasonal affective disorder and or even clinical depression and anxiety. And so if you notice like your teen is withdrawing from family and even friends, um, expending excessive time on social media, using it as like a way to escape, Also, if you're seeing that they're just not feeling as much joy or happiness that they usually experienced from doing the same type of pleasurable activities they once enjoyed, um, you know, we might notice that they're just annoyed easily, like irritable, and they seem tired, and, you know, they're sleeping a lot and still, like, low energy. Another telltale sign is changes in their eating and sleeping habits. Sometimes you might notice you know, we're overeating and kids are overeating and this way to like compensate for emotions and feelings and or, you know, like for me, like I don't eat as much when I'm super stressed. Like I don't notice or pay attention. And so that's like my sign that things are going on. And um, same with sleeping, like if they're oversleeping, undersleeping, struggling to concentrate. And, and then of course, you know, if they say things that are concerning, like you know, I don't even know. I don't care about going to grandma's this year. She probably doesn't even want me there. You know, I'm not doing well in school. I just got in trouble for so-and-so. And, you know, um, it's probably just going to be negative and I'm going to make her upset. Um, you know, and or if there's these thoughts that they're sharing, like things are just never going to get better. And I really miss, you know, so-and-so. And all this holiday does is remind me that they're not here with me to celebrate. Right. And how can parents help or approach their child and teen in this blues? Oh, my goodness. So the first thing always that I like to recommend is truly encourage your teens to talk about what they're feeling and, you know, what they're thinking and what's going on with them. Um, Come at them just with love and compassion and curiosity and, um, you know, remind them of the positives and negatives, right? Like there's always two sides to everything. And you know, while we may be missing this person, you know, we can spend this time acknowledging and celebrating our favorite memories of them. Um, you know, and sometimes you're not going to be the person your teen wants to talk to. And I think that can be hard for parents because they come from a stance of love. But, you know, if anything, get them to be able to talk to somebody that they trust and kind of acknowledge that. Like, I really want to talk to you about this, but I get it. I might not be your person right now. So what can I do to help you have that? And so starting there, um, a few other things I I like to recommend is like think about what a normal routine looks like, but also be flexible to the fact that they don't have to get up early for school. They don't have classes, assignments, and homework usually. And so let them get the regular amount of sleep they need, but be open to it happening later into the night, sometimes even a.m. hours. But then don't expect them to get up early and be chipper. Um, You know, let them sleep in. Let them do what they need so that it's adequate. Um, You know, do what works best for your family. And then when it comes to food, right, like let's enjoy those holiday goodies and let's enjoy, you know, 
spending time eating the things we love, but also offer some of those healthy choices in addition that we know are good for our brains and good for our bodies. Um, You know, going back to just encouraging your teen, like it's really okay to have mixed feelings, especially during the holidays. And oftentimes it's really how we feel too. And we sometimes think we have to protect, you know, our kids and our teens from that. But I find that the most success comes when parents are just authentic and really share how they're managing and how they may have expectations that are a little bit unrealistic themselves. Um, You know, and and some of my favorite things um, I like to tell my families is really look in those holiday traditions that spark joy for all of you. And if you don't have them, oh, well, let's make some new ones, you know, get with your kids. They're so creative. If you give them access and space, you know, things don't have to cost money. Um, You know, making special memories, certain things you cook or bake, um, watching certain movies, um, you know, just being lazy and sleeping in and cuddling, whatever it may be, um, you know, spending time doing something fun. Um, and then, of course, like gratitude. We talk so much about gratitude and so much evidence about how when we think about what we're grateful for, what we're thankful for, it really does help make us feel better, um, makes us less stressed. And so maybe you start with like things you're grateful for and then encourage your team to talk about stuff and Maybe they don't want to tell you, and so maybe you all write it down and fold it up and put it into, like, a little ornament and throw it on the tree, and you get to open it next year. You know, just something fun. This is all very important and um, helpful information for parents just to how to approach their kids in very different ways. We want to get to these. We have four fun questions to ask you, if that's okay. The first one we've asked a few times, but what is your favorite holiday tradition? I'd probably say my favorite holiday tradition is managing both sides of the family um, with ease. And so I don't always get a chance to do it, but getting to visit my husband's side of the family here in Houston and then jumping on the road, I-45, headed to Dallas to visit um, my side of the family. Um, And we've been able to navigate both um, every year that we've been married and so we've got a little baby this year and he's going to get to go to both cities and both households and fill up on love from both sides of the family so that's probably my favorite i think you might be the first person in the history of radio to say managing two families is your favorite part of the holiday <laughs> that sounds awesome um we love to ask all of our guests what did you want to be when you grow grew up as a kid Oh, yeah. So I wanted to be a mom. That was what I always said. I want to grow up one day and be a mommy. And that dream came true um, a little over a year ago. And so we're super, super thankful to science and God and IVF and all those lovely things that help families who struggle with fertility. Awesome. And what was your favorite cereal as a child? Um, Probably Fruit Loops. That's a good one. Mine also. All right, our last question. Who would play you if they made a movie about your life? Oh, my goodness. Probably, hmm, probably an Indian Bollywood actress. And it would be super dramatic and over the top and super fun. <laughs> it has to be. It has <laughs> to Bollywood be. is too good. <laughs> I, the dance numbers, the songs. I'm sure I'd put them on a playlist. Yeah, this is yes. Roma Pat talking to us from the Legacy Community Health Center. Thank you so much, Roma, for calling, and have a happy holiday. Thanks, happy Roma. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. All right, we've got a few minutes left. Now let's do some end of year reflecting. I know, we have a couple seconds, rapid fire. All right, favorite children at risk event or thing that happened this year? Um, I'm going to stick with being the corniest person on air and say the Education Summit because it was the first big event I had as a full staff member at Children at Risk. And I remember, I was like, wow, this is really cool how this organization brings great minds together. Mm, I thought yours? you were going to say starting your job. So that works. That's not really an event, but I guess we can put <laughs> it on our calendar thing. for every year. <laughs> that was Claire my favorite thing started there, at was children you Earth. starting at Children oh, at thanks. Risk. Um, you know, I'll stick with that. I don't know. Actually, Texas tours, maybe? I don't think so. Okay. They were fun, though. I don't Stay know tuned next year when we co-run an event. That'll be the favorite event of next year. What is something you're looking forward to next year? Um, fresh start. I'm very sentimental. Oh, okay. um, I'll stick with the resolution for a week, but it'll be a great week. 
I love that for you. And what about you? And then we'll wrap up. I am looking forward to um, when it actually cools down in Houston. Like Melissa, I like to hike with my dogs, and it's been a little warm for that. So excited to get to do that in the new year. That is perfect. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you all have a great new year and holiday season. We are here every Wednesday, 1 to 2, on air and on Facebook Live. All right. This was Lauren.